Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello and welcome to Book Talk with Uplifting Impact where we are going to be chatting it up about my new book, Actions Speak Louder. I am so excited that this book is about to come out into the world May 31st of 2022. And in the coming weeks, what we've decided to do is to discuss some of the more personal sides of this book and really to talk about what this book, this Action Speak Louder book is all about and break down how this is the guidebook for diversity, equity, and inclusion for all professionals. So our guest today is no stranger to diversity, equity, and inclusion. She is our very own Tamaya Ramsey. We are so excited to have her with us today, and she's going to kind of get us ready to to jump into this conversation about Action Speak Louder. Well, thank you for the introduction, Deanna, and I'm so excited to be able to even have this conversation with you. Um, And hello, everyone, and welcome to the Uplifting Impact Podcast. Like Deanna had already mentioned, my name is Tamira, and I am the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Coordinator here at Uplifting Impact. And so we have a very special episode for you all this week. Like Deanna mentioned, it's centered around her upcoming book, Actions Speak Louder. And one of the things that I love most about diversity, equity, and inclusion and about the DEI space is us being able to have these conversations around what it means to create spaces for underrepresented people and what it means to elevate voices and for marginalized communities to feel seen and feel heard. And so I'm so happy to have this conversation with Deanna today. And so we'll sit down. And we'll ask her some of the most pressing questions about the book to find out what inspired her to write it, um, what inspired her to think about what has been called the DEI blueprint for leaders and teams who are ready to turn their energy into a concrete DEI plan. So Deanna, I don't know if you have your coffee, but I have my tea and I would encourage all of you to pick up your glass of your favorite drink. And we're gonna get started with some of our pressing questions for Deanna today. Awesome, Tamara. Thank you so much. And yes, I do have my tea. I'm ready. <laughs> and I love the mug too. <laughs> so before we even get started, and without sharing too much information, since the book is not available yet, can you share briefly with our listeners what Action Speak Louder is all about? So, you know, I think it's important to kind of share like why I even wrote this book, like what, what was the motivation? And you and I spend a lot of time talking to all kinds of companies and different leaders of all different, you know, kinds of organizations and different sectors and different parts of the world. And I think one of the things that's been most pressing to me is that I've never met anybody in all those thousands and thousands of people that we've talked to. I've never met anybody who's like, no. I want to create the most exclusionary workplace I possibly can, right? In almost every one of those conversations, people are like, no, I want to create an inclusionary environment. I want to bring in as many people as possible. I want people to feel like they can show up fully, but I don't know what that means. You know, like that's the, that's the, we always get the, but I don't know what that means or, but I'm not exactly sure how to do that. Or, but like, how would I change what I'm currently doing to make my workplace more inclusive? 
And so really this book is like a response to that question. And really it's not even just that question because it's more than a question. I feel like it's like people's like these inner desires, right? Like this like strong pull of like, just tell me, I want to do it. I just don't know what it means. Um, And that's really what this book is a response to. That's awesome. And it's awesome that you're able to sit and use your experience that you've had working with these organizations to figure out where to even start. I think so many people see all of these questions and they want all of the answers and they don't even know where to begin. And so I think that's awesome that you were able to recognize that and come up with something that could be a guide for organizations and people who are in those places. So how is this book intended to be used by organizations? So is it useful for small teams or larger teams, a one-person team? Who would you encourage to use this book if they're thinking about their DEI strategy? Well, I think it's actually really a great book for everyone. And I'm not saying that as a cop-out. I'm saying that because like, I genuinely tried to write it that way, right? The idea is that this is something that you could pick up. You could read it with your teams. You could work through it as a group and say, hey, where do we want to focus? What have we learned from it? What's something that we think that we could implement in our organization or on our team in our department right away? But I also think it's really effective for somebody who is a leader, you know, who's a team of one and who really wants to be able to influence the spaces around them but isn't exactly sure what that looks like, right? Like, what could I do? I don't have that title. I don't run that department. I don't, you know, I'm not the the head of the organization, or maybe I am all those things, but I don't know how to direct people. And so I think it's, it's written in a way that allows for you to think and show up the way that you are and in the roles that you're in and in the position that you're in. You know, we talk a lot about this, like, idea of the fact that everybody has a sphere of influence, right? Like, everybody has some space that is carved out for them that they get a chance to show up in and and make a difference in. But what do you do when you get into that sphere of influence? How how do you use that power? And so the book is really designed to help you start thinking and asking the questions and doing some of the like practice exercises that allows for you to flush that out a little bit more. How am I using my power and in what spaces can you do that? And I love how you emphasize the power of the individual and the power that we have whether we're in a DEI position in our organizations or in life or not. And so as we're talking about the individual and the power that you hone as a person, as an individual person, what is your story or your reason behind actions speak louder? Yeah. I mean, I think in addition to just like seeing how this is impacting other people, I also have a, a personal connection here, right? I have been in all kinds of organizations in all different sizes. My career has been so eclectic. I was just talking to somebody a little while ago about helping run and get a technology company started. But then I was talking to somebody else yesterday about being the principal of middle school. And then, you know, someone else uh, just a, a little while ago about being the CEO of a big corporation. So I've been in all of these different spaces in my own career. And I think that one of the things that was so frustrating to me being in these different roles, whether I was in leadership or whether I was on the team or wherever or on the board, was the very fact that I felt so many occasions that there could be something that that was easy to do, but nobody had the courage to do it. Or if it wasn't even about courage, nobody had the tools to do it, right? Nobody had the tools to be able to say, wait a minute, if we talk to people this way, they might not want to stick around. Right? What could we do that would change the way that we approach our retention or, or approach our recruiting or that would allow people to find themselves in this space and really bring their talents to bear? 
right? I saw this happening in my own personal and personally, I saw this happening. So I was the, the recipient of this, but I also saw this happening with other people where I'm like, no, you just lost me your best talent. You didn't have to lose. If you just done these couple little things, right, they would have stayed. But feeling like we didn't have those tools or those resources. And so that's the other thing is like, this is the book that I wish every organization I'd ever worked with in every capacity that I've ever been, the, the leadership had read, but not just the leadership, but all the people on the team had read so that they could collectively work together to create more inclusive workplaces. So for me, it's kind of like a, uh, I can't go back in time, right? But I can try and set up something for what the next generation is going to be experiencing. And so for me, it's kind of that too, right? Like how do we put some of these core skills in place so that people's experiences in their workplaces are just very different? Wow, that's awesome. And you talked a little bit too about how some of your personal and professional experiences and interactions really gave you the tools to want to, and inspired you to want to write this book, to write Action Speak Louder. And so who did you have in mind as you were going through um, this process and as you were envisioning and writing Action Speak Louder? I know we talked a little bit about leaders within organizations, but who did you have in mind? What was the audience you had in mind as you were writing this book? You know, I was really thinking about the person who was like, you know what? I want to do this work. I want to be part of the solution and I want to do it right now. I, I, I'm tired of sort of sitting back. I'm tired of just feeling like I'm consuming, consuming information, but not necessarily making any substantive changes. So this is for the person who's like, yeah, I'm ready to move, right? I, I'm ready to make some transformation. I'm ready to see some impact from the things that I'm learning or the things that I'm doing. I'm ready to change and upskill myself in what it means to be part of this inclusion revolution, right? Like I want to be a part of it. I think it's for people who are ready to step off of the sidelines and really get into the action. <laughs> action speak louder, Tamira. <laughs> and that's perfect because my next question for you is why did you choose the title Action Speak Louder for this book? You know, there's so many different things that went into the, the, the title of the book. There were so many people that I talked to along the way. So I can't assume all the credit for coming up with, with the title. But the reason why I knew it was the right one is because at the end of the day, it's true. Right. Um, my, my father used to say this all the time. He would say, uh, Deanna, I, I would say, you know, I love you, daddy. And he would say, oh, OK. And I would be like, why didn't you say I love you back? Like, what's going on? And he used to always say, well, if you can't tell by my actions, then I'm doing something wrong. I always want my actions to speak louder. And I that just really stuck with me. Right. Like I tell people I love them all the time because I do really love a lot of people and I want them to know that. And I'm still on my dad about that too, right? Like, I don't know that that's the right sentiment to be using with your kid. Like, okay, dad, if you're listening, like this, we, this is an ongoing conversation. <laughs> However, I do think that to, to some degree that is right, right? I should be able to look at you and look at what you're doing in a day-to-day -day practice and, and how you show up and how you let other people show up. And I should be able to see whether you're inclusionary. It, it should be clear as day. And I think that that sometimes is not the case, right? We say we really want to be inclusive, but then we're acting in a very different kind of way. And so for me, this was an opportunity to say like, okay, we've heard a lot of people say, I'm for it. I want to do this. I, sign me up. Here's my checkbook. Here's my, you know, some of my time. Here's, here's me learning. But at the end of the day, what's really going to make the difference is when we get out of those individual kinds of things and really get into this collective space where we are taking steps, where we are taking action, where I can see what you're doing and know, yeah, you actually do believe in inclusion. 
not just because you say you do, but because what you're doing, your actions are actually speaking for you. Yeah, I love the emphasis on your action, whether it's you as an individual or an organization. I love how you just articulated that. So what makes actions speak louder, stand out, or different from similar DEI books that are already out here? Uh, so first of all, I just want to give a big like nod and shout out to the other DEI books that are out here. I mean, I can't like... I'm a voracious reader, just generally speaking, but there is so much talent in this space. I, I'm very like grateful for all of the people I get to be able to be amongst now, right? As as this this book comes in, but what I was trying to do is not just uh, be, you know, doing the same thing as everybody else, but really doing something that would complement some of the other really great work that's out there. And I think one of the biggest things about this book that was like at the very beginning has always been in my mind is how do I make it practical? Right. Like, how do I literally make this a guidebook, like something that somebody could pick up, read a chapter, put it back down and start making change right away. And, and for me, that is one of the key differentiators, because I do think that there's a lot of books out there about theory that are so important about history, so important about sociology, so important. But really trying to pull you know those components together and give people tangible things to do. Right. You read the book today. Tomorrow, your tomorrow should look different. To me, that's the real measure of success. It's not how many books we sell. It's not, you know, whose list we get on. The real measure of success is like, are people able to read it and then change their actions and their behaviors right away? So I think that's the key differentiator of the book. That's awesome. Being able to directly and just go all in and implement the things that are you speak about um, throughout Actions Speak Louder. And so if you could encourage anyone to read Action Speak Louder, what would you tell them they could expect to learn from it? So I think there's some hard questions in that book, right? Uh, there's activities that allow for you to really press your own thinking and, and really push into some of the things that maybe might be holding you back in creating these kind of inclusive workplaces. So I think the one thing is you will find it challenge. It won't be challenging to read it. It's a simple read. But the content in it will challenge you to really think about where you are, where you want to go, and maybe things that are getting you stuck. So that's one thing. Um, you can expect that you're going to be thinking. I think the second thing that you can expect is that it will be direct, right? So this is not meant to be like, oh, everything uh, you know, you've ever thought about, we're answering every single question. No, this is meant to be like, this is how you can get started on a really strong pathway. This is how... You can lay your foundation. And even if you think you have a foundation, this is how you can check whether or not your foundation is strong or as strong as you think it is. And so those are two things that I think are important. One, the challenge. And two, like, no, you're going to be able to do some things. Like, you, you, you will be able to put some stuff in action right away. Awesome. And what would you say to those leaders or to people who are maybe a little hesitant about implementing the things that you speak about and actions speak louder or are hesitant about reading the book and really getting to work um, based off of the things that you recommend in your book? So, I, I mean, I think this is the thing. Everybody's hesitant, right? Because it's change, right? We're, we're, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about change. And I think change always breeds some level of hesitancy because it's scary. It's new. It's something that's different than what we've done. But the other thing that was a main emphasis, and I think people, you know, we've had a lot of people pre-read this book and go through it and everything. One of the big things that, you know, we've heard back, and this was intentional, so I'm glad to see that people are receiving it in this way, is that 
some of the stuff is like really simple to do, right? It, they, these are not about change everything. You have to turn everything upside down. You have to do these are. This is not that you're not going to get that level of drama here. <laughs> right. It, it will do that to your thinking process. It, it'll do that to your reflection process. Right. It'll do that to the way that you might be perceiving things that are happening around you. But as far as like the tactical, like what are we doing? It's really based on what are the, the, the small things that we can make improvements on that will allow for us to see that transformational change. OK, so this, I think, is important to remember. If you're having that trepidation, if you're like, oh, I don't know. I this seems overwhelming. I'm I'm even, you know, I'm I'm not sure if I can go to this. Is no, give it a try. Cause it was meant to be like tangible, small, bite-sized things that allow for you to get that momentum that you need to create the, the big transformational changes. And I love your emphasis on elevating the things that people are already doing to just make them even greater and have an even bigger impact than they already do. So I love how you emphasize that when you were just speaking. It's, it's like, do, it's like, do what you do, just do it better. Right. Like, so it's not, we don't have to change it. We don't have to make it brand new. We have to figure out a way to make it better. We have to figure out a way to improve it. And I, I mean, that's what we're all aspiring to in all aspects of life. We should do it here in this inclusion space too. Awesome. And so what do you hope leaders will gain from reading Action Speak Louder? If it was just a few things that you hope people could take away from this book, what do you hope they can gain from this? Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest things is I would, like, here's the dream email, right, that I get back from, from a reader. So here's my future dream email. In case anybody wants to write this to me, I will. This yeah, everyone start taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Deanna, Things in my organization have changed, and I was wondering, like, where did this come from, right? What are some of the things that inspired it? How do we get to this place where I feel so much more included? I went and talked to one of my leaders, and they told me, like, we started to implement the things that were in this book. Are you kidding me? That is the note that I dreamed about. That is, every time I got stuck, every time I got frustrated in writing, every time, it was thinking, like, no, this will make a difference in somebody's organization in a very, very significant way, right? It'll keep somebody in a job that they love. It, it'll make the jobs that they have already better. It'll make the organization stronger. People will be able to reach their missions, right? We'll be able to solve for these big challenges that we have right now in the world because we're going to be able to create the kinds of environments where everybody gets to thrive. I mean, I think, you know, you asked the question at the very beginning, like, what's the motivation? What's the story? I mean, a lot of this has to do with one of my central beliefs in life, right? And that is that literally, I believe all the world's problems, all the solutions already exist. I ultimately believe that. The biggest problems you can think of, right? Whatever that means in your world. I think the solutions exist. I don't think the problem is necessarily a lack of resources or knowledge. What I think it is, is the fact that we haven't created spaces where the people who could bring those solutions to bear are given the space to do so. So to me, this is like an extension of trying to create those kinds of spaces because I want to leave the world better than what it was. And in order to do that, I think that we need to be able to create these kinds of places where people are like, you know what? Actually, what if we tried this? Goodbye, cancer, right? Oh, what if we tried this? Like, think about the big things that are challenging to us right now that somebody might be holding on to, but they don't feel like they can show up and they can share or they could, you know, kind of give those ideas because they don't feel like they've gotten into an environment or the environment has been conducive for them to do that. 
right? That makes me like kind of sick to my stomach thinking that that's what exists. And so this is a response to that. Like, come on, folks, let's do better. Let's do better. So we make the space for people to be able to come up with these solutions and, and show up with them. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Deanna, for just sharing your heart with us and put it, pouring your all into this book. I hope you all have enjoyed this conversation as much as I have. I have my copy of Action Speak Louder <laughs> pre-ordered, um, but if you have not ordered your copy yet, please find the link in our show notes. Deanna, it's been such a pleasure, and I know you have some cool perks you want the listeners to know about. So before we end our conversation, please share some of these cool perks that you have for everyone. Well, thank you, Tamara. It's always fun to talk to you. Um, <laughs> and I'm so lucky because I get to do it all the time. So <laughs> I consider that a great joy. Um, there are a lot of perks, you know, here at Uplifting Impact. One of our big ideas and big themes and things we talk about all the time is like, how do we give generously? Like that's a, a core value for us. And so as we were thinking about the book, you know, the book, hopefully from the first page, to the last page, you're like, oh, oh, there's another nugget, another nugget, right? Which giving generously, like lots and lots of ideas. We wanted to do even more than give you a really awesome book. For people who pre-order the book, there's a number of different uh, uh, perks that you can get. But one of the big ones is that for every pre-order, you actually get access to an entire foundation course. It's asynchronous. You can go online whenever you want. You can share with whoever you want, but it's a, a way for you to engage in some of the content before the book even comes out. So that's really cool. There's awesome videos um, that go along with and kind of set you up to really have a strong understanding of what's in the book. The other thing is, is that um, I'm going to be doing some Ask Me Anything sessions. So if you sign up for the book, you actually get or purchase at least one book. You get to go to the Ask Me Anything sessions for free. And if you purchase five or more books, you get even more perks. I'm not going to tell you what all those are, but you get even more perks. So if you're interested in doing any of those things, and believe me, they're fun. They're awesome. If you're interested in any of those things, you can just go to the website and you'll see all the information on, on how to get access to all of those perks. Well, thank you so much, Deanna, for always giving generously. And we will place the link to redeem your perks in the show notes as well. Deanna has been so fun diving into Action Speak Louder with you. And I can't wait to physically have this book in my hands on May 31st. So I can pre-order yours today, too. So make sure, again, you check out our show notes for the link to pre-order. Thank you, everyone, for enjoying and joining us for a book talk with us this week on Uplifting Impacts podcast. And before you go, if you're listening from social media, please comment hashtag the DEI guide underneath this post. Come back in two weeks for our next book talk and check out the show notes for other platforms to listen on. Thank you so much again, Deanna. Thank you, Tamara. This is awesome. Have a good one, everyone. <laughs> Bye. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.